All right, welcome to a, another action-packed episode of Dropkick Basement, um, where we break down older pro wrestling and kind of give us give you our spin on it. Uh, this is Mike Madden. I am your host for the Dropkick Basement, and I'm always joined by an interesting and uh, fired-up uh, set of co-hosts. First of which, uh, Matt Geiger, the Certified Five. Matt, how are you this evening? Uh, I did some research for once, so I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about okay, it. Okay, good. I like I like studious Matt. That's uh, that, that's my favorite kind of Matt. Matt, Matt that does homework. <laughs> um, always good to hear. And uh, and our other co-host, uh, Mr. Gimmickless, uh, No Gimmicks Needed, Tommy Schultz. Um, Tommy, how you doing? I am. Uh, I'm pretty pumped up to see who will be the sole survivor. <laughs> yes. Uh, continuing in our our series of rebooking episodes, where we uh, kind of reimagine the big four pay per views uh, the WWF does, and uh, and put our own spin on it, and kind of try and and set the 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 booking on its ear. We are in. Uh, in the week of Survivor Series, Survivor Series, uh, a premium live event airing on the uh, the the Peacock Network uh, in on the twenty fifth of September. So uh, so we are using our brains and our uh, particular wrestling knowledge to rebook uh, a couple different uh, Survivor Series cards. Um, the one thing that I noticed, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but there was a um, Kind of a distinct, like I'm looking down the the line of like the Survivor Series. I try to pick one where I was like, oh, it's got to be like a real dud, and it's hard to find duds. I think Survivor Series, like, ah, uh, so I mean, which which part of the 2000s did you look at? Because <laughs> that that is a big deciding factor for me. So I like like what which one did you wind up choosing? First of all, so with with mine, I went with uh, 2012. Okay, so know what happened there? Yeah, I could I could not even tell you. But if you would have went if you would have went a little later into the late 2010s, like 2017, 2018, there is for sure some BS, like hard to get through pay per views there. Mm. Um, I don't know if Survivor Series necessarily fits into the mold of that specifically. Oh no, uh, no, no. Yeah, I know that they have dud pay per views, but I'm just saying I think Survivor Series just because of the Eh, you know what? Like now, I'm I'm gonna walk it back. Even before I finish answering that, I'm gonna walk it back yeah, because. I was... <laughs> well, because to me, to me, the big award for Survivor Series has always been um, the Survivor Series style match. Yeah, for sure. And and the the later you get into um, the the newer era of WWE, um, mm-hmm. the less and less you see of the actual Survivor Series style matches because then they were only doing basically one survivor series style match and that would be yeah, you know team yeah. raw versus team smackdown right yeah battle for brand supremacy after they did a draft in like october where right. it's and like then eight, and then 80 percent of them you have <laughs> triple h and shane or yeah, triple h right. and kurt angle yeah right? exactly yeah all uh, right i so will say though there are some um, bad ones i guess the, the, this week uh i know we you know time wise it's it's not going to come out when it should but or uh you know in in time with uh them announcing the survivor series match for this year but uh they obviously they're doing war games mm-hmm. it, it really it really bothered me that that 
they let uh stupid McDumbface, what's his name? Um uh the, the the raw general manager. Oh, Adam Pierce. Yeah, oh. they went Adam they went Adam Pierce through the Regal. Uh, William Regal's not allowed to appear on screen or or Well, I understand that, but like make do something different. Make it your own. Don't just look uh, into the mic in, into the hard cam and scream war games. Yeah, well, the crowd did get pretty hyped up. I'll give them no, that. Seriously, but, uh, they know they know it's going to be good, and I think they're going to yeah. have a good card. Um, but with all that being said, uh, Matt, we're going to you you actually this is kind of a like an out of character uh, way that we did this. Normally, I being the oldest man on this podcast, maybe the oldest man in podcasting uh, history. Uh, usually I am the one that, that, uh, that, that gets the assignment with the, uh, and you and the nature boy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but normally I'm the one that gets like the, the, the way back machine and, uh, and we switched it up. So you actually go first because you've, you have the yeah. oldest, uh, you've got the oldest survivor series. So, uh, so take it away. Yeah. So, um, the, the when the conversation came up about doing survivor series i was like sick i'll do like 2008 and then mike was like nope you're doing late 80s and i and i was like mike was like challenge yourself and i was like i don't like doing that oh boo <laughs> um but yeah so i did pick the 1989 survivor series um i was 1 year old when mm. when this happened yes uh but I there's there, so there was a lot of guys that that I did not know too much about. Um, but uh, my sole purpose of the booking this was um, to impress uh, impress the uh, my fellow co-hosts and see and see what they thought here. So oh first God. of all, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go through some guys who were omitted from uh, matches that were that were actually previously booked. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, so the powers of pain are not in this uh, pay per view. That's a hard disappointment. I know. Yeah. Um, boss man is not in. What the fuck are the you? The boss doing? man. That's Tom's favorite. He's wrestler. not in a match. He's not in a match. Okay. Um, All right. Bad news. Brown is not. The bushwhackers are not. And hey, bushwhackers were in a. Oh, they were on Piper's. I believe they were Piper's yeah. team. Yeah. And the, the red fact that you remember the teams, Mike, is very alarming. <laughs> and the red rooster was left out. All right, Terry. All right, well, that makes sense. Terry Taylor sucked. Uh, yeah. I believe also the honky tonk man and Jimmy Superfly Snooker are left out as well. Wow! Wow! So, so instead Ooh. of making this pay per view better, you just completely destroyed uh, you it. gutted it from some some of the people that were in the tournament of gimmicks you've now you basically eliminated them from this as well um i so, i am already against this being that you got rid of my boy the big boss man right uh, well so there's a reason for that you'll see when we okay. get there because right. i i actually i did watch this pay-per-view mm -hmm. um the one thing that I did notice right out of the gates was it's it, it's a very physical style of wrestling uh when it comes to the survivor series style matches I think mainly because the ropes were a little looser back then. So it's mm -hmm. harder sure. to work the ropes and to, to get some of the moves in when you have so much guys trying to work in and out. Um, but all in all, the original pay-per-view, I, I did enjoy watching. It was, it was fun. Um, so I don't know when you're saying like, it's more physical. I think that that's an interesting thing to think of, like in those like early survivor series. Cause I think basically, like all of the matches on that show, on that '89 show, are um, 
are Survivor Series matches. So it's multiple. Yeah. And I think it's that was Survivor Series style matches. That was also the first time that they shrunk them down from teams of five to teams mm-hmm. of four. Yes. So it's a, so now it's still that's a lot the other of thing too because if mm-hmm. I would have done teams of five, uh, I I could have kept the people that I omitted oh. in, oh. but I was trying to stick with the format that oh, was okay. presented with oh, I see. Uh, the, the 89 Survivor Series. Interesting. So. Interesting. Yeah, but um, the point that I was getting at, though, was I think you got a lot of guys that are rushing to get stuff in. So when, especially like then also, like you have a, guy, a lot of guys that were like 260 or, or heavier. That were in there, yeah. so they're yeah. they're throwing ham bones left, right, and center. So it seemed that seemed to be a lot of it. Um, I noticed there was a lot of atomic drops. <laughs> it was a great move. <laughs> it was a great eighties um, move. So we're gonna we're gonna start off um, the first match. Uh, the face team would be the Rock and Heart Connection, which mm-hmm. would be the uh, the Rockers and the Heart Foundation. Okay, all right. Um, I switched I switched up the the. Um, the way out of the matches a little bit. I moved a couple of guys around. This seemed to be a good opening match to keep some, uh, to get the adrenaline going, to get yeah. the people in the crowd worked up. Okay. Uh, so you have Marty and Shawn Michaels uh, with Brett and uh, the Anvil mm-hmm. against the French Canadian connection, which uh, consists of Captain Rick Martel, mm-hmm. the fabulous Rougeos and Earthquake. Oh, I like this. Can you, I like can you, this. By the way, he was billed, he was billed as Canadian, Canadian Earthquake. Earthquake. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, he and, he must and, have been like brand new in the company too. Yeah, and he oh, was he yeah. was um he was like kind of a necessity in this match because you wanted I wanted to stick with the French Canadian connection, but he was like one of the only Canadian guys left to use. Uh, Dino um, Dino Bravo. Yeah, that, that's yeah, who I thought was coming. That's what I yeah, me too. Yeah, um, I, I believe I have him worked in somewhere else. Oh, okay, all right. Um, I I don't remember. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I like I like this as a match, and I guess like what are you saying? Brett is the is the captain of his team. Um, I I believe this would be like co captain between like uh, Brett and Sean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which you which you're probably not going to see much after that. Oh, okay, um, good. <laughs> so what what I did was very early on, um, uh, the Anvil would get eliminated and um. It would take a little bit to get the earthquake out, but I have the Rougeau's uh, finishing up over Brett. Really? Uh, oh. And giving it, giving it to the heel team to start off. You get some heat going. You get the people in the crowd uh, kind of outraged a little bit and ready for the next match. All right. I like this. I like um, this. Again, it, it's, it, would, and- it would just be interesting. And I think they did these in these multiple man matches. Like, you know, Sean and Brett, uh, they were friendly when they were tag team guys and they weren't competing for the top spot and, right. and in each other's fucking face all the time. Um, so yeah, and, yeah and they, they cooperate. Had, they had, um, they had originally, they had, uh, Brett on the four by fours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you remove Brett and add one other person, it then becomes team USA. So, uh, it was easy to pull him out and then just pair the two tag teams okay. together. Okay. Uh, and the, the thing with Earthquake was he was kind of just a throw-in, I believe, on the Macho Kings team. All right, so I have I have a little bit of backstory on that. Originally, so there's you can go back and like you know listen to shoot interviews and and look at like the like the buildup on TV too 
when you were leading into Survivor Series. Uh, Barry Windham, uh, the Widowmaker Barry Windham, was supposed to be on uh, Randy Savage's team. And he quit the company about a month before Survivor Series. So he's out. And they had just debuted Earthquake as like, you know, a guy from the stands that came in and I think like uh, helped Dino Bravo pull some bullshit on the Ultimate Warrior. So I think the idea was for for him to like start with Ultimate Warrior and then like transition to, you right. know, kind of a main event spot. Um, yeah, so. and I mean, with with all these matches, there is still some feuds that were coming into it, and then feuds that could come out after that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, the Rougeaus were were one of the top heel tag teams at the time. Yes. Oh yes. Uh, and then you have the Rockers and the Heart Foundation, your two baby faces. But at at one point, they are going to cross paths because they're tag teams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know they they could have their beef when it comes to one of them has to get over on the other one to you know get a shot at the tag team championships. Or yeah. Okay. Um, so that was my first match. Right. Um, Very good. Now, here's where things get a little more interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I wanted to completely get Brutus the Barber Beefcake out of this goddamn pay-per-view, but I, he wound he wound up on this, on this team. Mm-hmm. Um, I did notice that when he was on his way to the ring, he was, he was clapping those goddamn shears very close to children's hands. <laughs> it it was concerning. It was very concerning. Um, but so for the second match, I have the uh, the million dollar team, which mm-hmm. consists of Andre the Giant, Rick Rude, Ted DiBiase, and Greg Valentine, uh, going against the Ultimate Warrior, Roddy Piper, Ronnie Garvin, and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Um, there's some guys you probably could have worked into the, the Warriors team. Um, Brutus to me, I don't, I, I just felt like you wanted that like pure fucking baby face pop when he comes out. Yeah. Like the crowd was really all about beefcake, uh, in the opening match. I don't get it. Who is he? <laughs> but, um, who is he with? He was with. See with um, Dusty and the yes, Rooster. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. Okay. It was Dusty Rooster, uh, Beefcake, and um, Tito. Tito Santana. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Now I remember. Uh, but so the interesting thing about this matchup is, um, Ultimate Warrior could come out of this and and go right into a program with Andre. Um, he had, I believe, previous beef with basically everybody on this on, on the other team. Um, but yeah. you have you have Roddy Piper and Rick Rude. You know, DiBiase had had a bunch of stuff going on at that time, running the the million dollar you know stable and and all that good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But inevitably, I have the Warrior going over on Andre Ooh. with with help from Roddy Piper in the end. Okay, all right. So maybe right. something like Roddy gets eliminated and then. Kind of like hold, distracts holds, holds Andre's leg outside. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Interesting. That one. That one to me, um, it, it's not as much about who is booked in the match. It's about how the match works. And basically, what you want to do here is make the Ultimate Warrior look untouchable. Yeah. Well, he's the IC um, champ, right? Right. So you basically you have him come in late, either on a hot tag uh, with Piper 
on the outside or Piper getting eliminated and Warrior hasn't seen the ring for basically the entire match. Maybe he opened the match and then, you know, they keep finding ways to stop him from getting into the, like the, the, the million dollar team stops, stops him from getting into the match at all until the very end. And then that, like I said, you know, Roddy goes down and then assists ultimate warrior on coming out on the top on that one. Okay. All right. Um, Interesting. Now, how, this is, like, how do you utilize Ronnie Garvin though? Like right. he's got the feud with Valentine still, right? Um, I'm, I, I, I didn't do too much backstory on that. Probably though. Like that's, that was his, like basically his only feud for. So what I would say, what I would, yeah, what I would say there is you open up probably with, um, like Rick Rude getting a quick over on, on beefcake, uh, and then Garvin getting, uh, getting Rude out or Rude disqualifying himself or walking away for whatever reason. Mm. And then, uh, Valentine comes in quick, gets one over on Ronnie Garvin. Then you're left with Roddy and Warrior. Roddy takes out Valentine and DiBiase, and then inevitably leads to that last part of the match. Hmm. Okay, all right. Um, now here's where the shakeup comes in a little bit differently. Uh, you have the King's Court, uh, Macho King, Zeus, <laughs> the Genius, oh. and Mr. Perfect. Ooh. All right. Okay. Uh, teaming up uh, against Team USA, which uh, is the two original members that I kept were Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Hercules. Mm -hmm. Hercules is a, a bigger guy. He he was throwing people around a little bit. I thought it was interesting to keep him in there. Um, uh, then I added Jake Roberts mm -hmm. and Coco Beware. Okay. Coco was originally omitted from this uh, card, but to get a baby face in there who could start the match off and come in with some energy, I think it was pretty important to have him in there. Interesting um, you say energy because he would be a future member of high energy with Owen Hart. Right. Well, you know, there's the title. <laughs> what a pair um, of pants. And then inevitably what I had going on here was uh, very early on um, – you get Hercules and Coco Beware eliminated. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, the Genius and Zeus eliminated. Oh, good. Thank God. Because if, if we got to see Zeus go more than like I mean, he's five a minutes, survivor. <laughs> um, you get because he never get, gets tagged in. <laughs> you get the well. I believe in his original match, he didn't get tagged in at all, and he just walked off the apron. Yeah, didn't he get like or, he got clotheslined or he over got, or yeah. something, and or he got like rolled yeah, up. Yeah, and just got like counted counted out. out. Yeah, he sucked. Uh, no, and, and, the big and man. through the <laughs> through the entire match, he was actually like avoiding tag teams or avoiding tagings. Hmm. Uh, yeah. It's it's a really interesting thing to watch. I don't know. I, I there has to be something that happened where either he had an injury. Or he wanted nothing to he do. He was with this not match a wrestler. He wasn't a wrestler, and he didn't. <laughs> right. And I think he was like, "Oh shit! Now I'm in here. It's not like I'm in here with Hogan." Yeah. Oh no, he was no. He was on the team against Hogan. I'm sorry, but it's like there's other guys on the other side. There was Jake Roberts in Demolition. Right. So right. it's like, oh no, <laughs> they, they might kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So basically, R.I.P. Tiny List. Uh, yeah. Zeus, Zeus and the Genius gone quickly. Uh, and okay. then you basically uh, you just have Macho King and Mr. Perfect roll through the other four. Wow. Uh, yeah. Inevitably, <laughs> inevitably getting over right. on Duggan for the win. I, I mean, that's a great team. 
And uh, I, and also, I, I just remember also, like leaping Lanny. Like this is when like Perfect was like on the run up to becoming the number one contender for the world title, and uh, Lanny had that main event uh, Saturday night's main event match against Hogan that he actually beat Hogan by count out. Uh, and perfect and uh, the genius stole the world title and smashed it, uh, which I always thought was like a fucking fantastic angle. So I digress. Um, yeah, so that that match, I think once again, you have uh, a lot of um, a lot of high energy going on, macho pulls some of his schmozzy stuff that he was doing when he was the macho king mm-hmm. um in the original in the original match you have all four men coming down with four by fours to the ring yeah. Yeah. no music and they're they're like marching mm-hmm. and then they w- march all the way around the ring they each bang their four by four on the on the row um on the stairs then they all rush the ring and the other team walk, gets out of the ring. And then they try to do this synchronized spinning and like almost like drill, like like line drill mm-hmm. with the with the two by fours, and they go to throw them. And the two guys across from each other are supposed to throw them first. But Duggan, who I'm sure set up this entire thing, <laughs> throws his at the wrong time and everybody just drops all their fucking four by fours. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> and then you just see Brett kind of just like he's the only one with one left in his hand. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the excellence execu- execution. All right. Um are you uh, still gonna then, are you all right, so you think by adding Coco, who's on this team again? It's it's Duggan, it's Coco. Duggan, Hercules, Coco, and Jake Roberts. Do you think they're better at, at throwing sticks around? At, like would they still no. do this? Oh no, no, okay. probably were. All right. Would they would they have American flags? Because they're they team USA. All, yeah, I think that they should keep the two by fours in the backstage and all just maybe come out yeah. with some some flags. Some American flags. But maybe, maybe yeah, Coco, like Coco Jake comes, comes out with, with the American like, flag uh, jumpsuit. No, the problem is Jake has the yeah. he's got the snake. He's got the well, snake Damien's duffel. Damien's in like in a red, white, and blue duffel bag. Oh, I was, yes. that, that was weird because yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say like they dip him into paint like he's well, an American listen, flag. Didn't, didn't they, didn't <laughs> Come they, like, on, man. We don't need PETA on our backs. <laughs> well, but they, didn't, they, didn't they like paint one of the dogs one time or something? No, they didn't. Like, <laughs> what? I'm telling you, I, I'm pretty sure they, they did that. Yes, that was, legal, mean, that was legally blonde. I mean, the big boss man did make chili. That's with true. Pepper. Yes, pepper was but, a uh, pepper was a uh, condiment. Oh my god, my daddy, my daddy. Um, and the, well, then Coco had Frankie, so he he would yes. have to pull double duty and and have a flag. Oh, well, uh, but, well, the thing with that is you got to keep the snake away from the bird. Yeah, yeah, because then you could have yeah. a mess on your hands. Oops, uh, Coco, uh, Coco was <laughs> in the ring. <laughs> now <laughs> Coco, Frankie now Frankie's inside of uh, of Damien. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> We're still squawking. All right. All right um, so I like that's now, a that's a big where, improvement. Big improvement. Here's where things get interesting, and I think this changes the entire dynamic of the pay per view. Um, so going in, mm-hmm. they announced that uh, that Hogan has his team of men that he is going to bring to the ring men. and there is a mystery team that is there to face them. Mm, okay. Uh, the, the match is booked. They know that they have it. 
the crowd's waiting, and then Hogan's music hits. Him, Dusty, and Demolition all come down. Oh yeah. Uh, and now you have four of the biggest baby faces in the company at the time all in the ring, and they're like, you know, getting the crowd going. They have no idea what's going on. They're, they're now they're sitting in the ring for a minute, minute and a half. Nobody hits the entrance way, hmm. and Tully and Orn Anderson walk down the down to the ring. Okay. And then Barry Windham walks down to the ring. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then Ric Flair's music hits, and he walks down to the ring. Yes. And you get the Hulkamaniacs versus the Four <laughs> Wow. Because. Because um, they hate the- Dusty, too. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and, and you get the Brain Busters versus Demolition, in it, you know, which is which is a a, a, a pretty good tag team matchup. In that's itself. the that's the feud that's happening currently in 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 their canon. Yeah. Um. So now, the interesting thing with this is apparently, prior to or after this, I think it was pro- the year before. Um. Basically, what I read was. The entire SummerSlam card was catered and, and revolved around Ric Flair signing back with WWF, mm-hmm. and he never did. Yes. Yeah, that was yes. that. Was that eighty nine or was that ninety? Eighty eight. I think it was eighty eight. Okay. Eighty eight because. So, so now everybody assumes that Dusty, because everybody thought he was coming back in in eighty uh, in, in SummerSlam. Uh, I'm sorry, that Flair was coming back at SummerSlam. That there's no chance that you see Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up at Survivor Series with the Four Horsemen, and you have this wow. this Hogan Flair dynamic. You have, you know, Dusty and the Four Horsemen dynamic. You have the the two top hot tag teams dynamic. Everything works and it falls into place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now, as far as the finish goes for this, and here's where I'm going to appease Tommy. Mm-hmm. The the man left off this card that Tommy did not agree with being left off the card was his favorite wrestler of all time, the big boss man. <laughs> so boss man and dusty were in a, in a huge feud at this time. And I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. remember, but after dusty pinned the boss man in the original 89 survivor series, boss man attacked him. And I forget who the other guy was that was left with him. Uh, he attacked both of them with the nightstick. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then Slick Rick, uh, or what is what was his name? Slick. Slick. Slick handcuffed Dusty to the to the um to the ropes, and then you know, Bossman got his stuff in on him with yeah. with uh, with the nightstick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. now that doesn't happen, but instead to further progress that feud and to get Dusty involved with the Four Horsemen, uh, Dusty and Hogan are left against flair and dusty uh gets attacked by boss man on the ring apron mm. in a run-in mm. and gets counted uh gets gets dusty counted out okay and then hogan you know uh goes to check on dusty boss man runs back off into the into the back um flair comes in gets a cheap shot on hogan uh, you think that Hogan that Hogan is about to tap out to the figure four, and he he rolls it over, reverses it. Yeah, uh, has, you have that that exchange that way, but inevitably Hogan goes over on Flair. Of course, which I would you would you would love to book it another way, but I'm being realistic here. Yes, this is so, 1989. <laughs> yeah, 
the the walk off is Hogan celebrating in the middle of the ring over Ric Flair's dead body. And then Ric Flair doesn't come back for the rest of the rest of his time there. <laughs> He's like, fuck Hogan, fuck Dusty. I can't beat any of these assholes. Ronnie so, Garvin, where are you at? I, I do believe that one hundred percent increases an already pretty good um card. And like I said, it adds a little bit more flair than was normal that than what would have uh been on the original card. Well, yeah. Now I'm I'm not so annoyed that you left the honky tonk man off of this. Uh, I have to say I'm flabbergasted. This is that you did such a good job with this. Yeah, yeah. I uh, listen. I'm very proud of myself. Um, I did I not of, see I, that. I, that looked, I, looked I did not see the see end what, coming. I looked around to see what other um, other people in some of the forums had uh, had talked about like guys that were left out and matches that they thought they would have wanted to see. And then I looked at the guys who were omitted from the pay-per-view and, and tried to piece together as best as I could. And I, I think I did a pretty good job. Yeah, no, this is, this is a, uh, hundred percent. This is an excellent, excellent, uh, rebooking and certainly improvements, improvements all around for the, uh, for the outcome. So yeah, I'm, I would be very happy to see that pay-per-view. Um, and, uh, Jesus, just the thought of like the two biggest baby faces in the company, Hogan, Dusty Rhodes getting shocked out of their shoes that the four horsemen are in, (laughs) in the arena and, uh, and just the idea of it. Like if there was a way to like announce it ahead of time and then get like at least like a month of promos out of Dusty, uh, talking about Ric Flair and Tully and all those guys that that, that'd be awesome. But um, I also like the element of surprise. So well done, Matt. Excellent job. Moving, you, moving along, Tommy, where are you? Uh, what are you pulling apart here? All right. So um, this actually kind of could be a companion piece with an earlier uh, rebooking that we did when I rebooked WrestleMania eight, because mm. I'm rebooking survivor series, 1991. And this kind of was the jumping off point. The lead in, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. For where I started with some of my ideas for WrestleMania 8, which okay. now it gives me a chance to kind of plug oh, those in here. Oh, that's good. This is almost, uh, again, it's a prequel. Yes. It's like you're doing Star yeah. Wars movies. Exactly. <laughs> we'll get we'll get uh, the Royal Rumble in a few months, and then, you know, eventually we'll get SummerSlam. That's right. But, uh... <laughs> So, so the original Survivor Series '91 card, we had um, it was four Survivor Series matches, mm-hmm. and then a world title match. And it was the first time they had, they had done a world title match, a singles yes. match, yeah, at a Survivor exactly. Series, yeah. Um, so uh, the the original card, the the first match was Flair, uh, Ric Flair, the Mountie, Ted DiBiase, and the Warlord first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rowdy Piper, Bret Hart, Virgil, and the British Bulldog. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I try. I have to be honest. With you, I've seen this show before, mm-hmm. and I tried to re- rewatch it. It's not an easy rewatch. Yeah, it's a, it's a one. It's, it's not a very good show. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So the 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 second match was uh, Sergeant Slaughter, Jim Duggan, Terry Von Erich, and Tito Santana versus Colonel Mustafa. Iron Cheek, yeah. uh, the Berserker, Skinner, and Hercules. 
That's a rough team. Then sandwiched in the middle of these four matches is uh, the ever uh, infamous Undertaker and Hulk Hogan world title match. That didn't go on last? No. Huh. That I didn't know about. I d- d- yeah, blows my mind. Okay, I don't. I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah. But it's... I think may- most likely because of the way that that match ends. Yeah, they wanted don't to want to end the show that way, and they also had to hype and you up for Tuesday yes, in Texas. That's the other thing is yeah. the show is a lead in for a pay per view, which is just a few days away. Hmm. Right. Um, right. So after that infamous match where uh, Undertaker wound up, winds up uh, beating Hulk Hogan for the world title mm-hmm. with the assistance of Ric Flair, yes, um, you have the Nasty Boys and the Beverly Brothers Ugh, oh boy. Versus, <laughs> versus the Rockers and the Bushwhackers. That Oof. must have been the smelliest ring of all time. <laughs> yeah. Oy, oy, oy. And then um, in the main event, which is like fucking weird because it's not even a now, now it's down to a, a a six man, not even four. Huh? It's the boss man and the Legion of Doom versus IRS and the Natural Disasters. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, this. Uh, I take back my statement that I said before that that there's very few duds in Survivor See, this Series. Is, <laughs> this is a these, duh, this, is, this is a goddamn these are dud. Like the shows that I think <laughs> of when I think of Survivor Series and like mm. Survivor Series was of the four my absolute least favorite. Oh, I can yeah, now I can see you're why. Just, you're just getting multi. It's just a bunch of multi-man matches, mm-hmm. and and not until later years did you start. Did they start kind of straying away from that? Yeah. And in my rebooking of it, I I did stray away from it a bit because I kind of feel that 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 formula becomes very stale very quick. Yeah. When you have right. four or five, eight or 10 man tags on a card, it's you're kind of just watching the same thing over and over again. Yep. And the, there's nothing that breaks it up. And it uh, almost none of the matches feel uh, different, you know? Yeah. There's, there's nothing to watching yeah. two hour, two or three hours of one long match. Yeah. There's nothing really to to, to like a, a hook it in. Rumble. To a certain extent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be like if you just had a pay-per-view of Battle Royals. <laughs> you just had like five Battle Royals on no, a show. Surprised. Like, I'm surprised TNA didn't try that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the night of the Battle Royals. Russo-ass shit. All right. Yeah. So let's well, start they, off. Didn't, didn't TNA do a reverse battle? They did the reverse battle royal. Well, that battle would be royal. the that's the main event of the the Russo ass kind of battle royals. Yeah, it's the reverse one. You have so you have a tag you on the Russo battle royal pay per view. You have a tag team battle royal. Mm-hmm. Then you have a hardcore battle royal, and you have a little royal. people battle royal. You, you absolutely should. Yeah. yeah, a woman's battle royal. A men's battle royal and then a reverse battle a reverse royal. battle royal. Yeah. Well, you're forgetting the exhibition. <laughs> Wrap the hardcore, throw the exhibition, and then and then we nail yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, in the in the open to the the original show, um, I think it was the week before or two weeks before on uh, Superstars was the infamous. Uh, Randy Savage, Jake the Snake Roberts, mm. 
Uh, That's right. Savage is still snake incident. Yeah. Savage is still suspended. Technically suspended. So at the beginning of that show, they show they show the replay of, you know, Savage getting attacked by the snake. Mm -hmm. And then President Jack Tunney comes on and reinstates him for a match between the two at Tuesday in Texas. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing it that way, I have Jack Tunney reinstating Randy Savage immediately and setting up a match where he will take on Jake the Snake in the opener of Survivor Series 1991, Hmm. where Jake the Snake's snake is banned from ringside. Okay. All right. Good. Good. For safety reasons. Exactly. So... The, the match is, you know, it's a singles match. There's no particular stipulation or, or anything to it. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of the match, Jake goes under the ring and pulls out the snake. Time for a snake, yeah. Throws the snake in the ring. He gets the DQ, but Savage is freaked out. And he beelines it backstage. Chicken shit. He, well... Well, he just got attacked by a cobra That's two weeks point. ago. Yeah. That's a good point. Did he's, they? He's. Hmm. They never explain the anti venom thing. He would. She should have been dead. He should have been. They. Re, they really never got into the details of that. Um. I mean, you hear about it years after. Like, didn't he take the anti venom before? Got out to the ring or something? No, no. So, like, the snake was. Uh, it was a devenomized snake. Yeah, devenomized. Yeah. But, but they don't. They don't sell it that way. You know, they're like, oh, they don't sell it. Like, oh, that snake doesn't have venom in it. Well, they like in real life, they do that because if you have if you have him get bitten by a cobra, he's going to. Yeah, right. You have very, very short. But they did have the medics and everybody like or I shouldn't say medics. They had all of the, uh, the road agents. Yeah. Trying to get Savage out. But getting back to to this match, like so this is. The Tuesday in Texas, mm-hmm. they have a very the, underwhelming... the snake was the snake was barred from ringside at that one, right? I believe, and so. I think he did the same thing where he was like, "Oh, look, it's under the ring." He came in, he came to the ring without it. It was under the ring the whole time. No, because that that right? that Tuesday in Texas essentially wound up being the blow off for that feud, which made absolutely no sense to me because Savage w- winds up winning that match. Yeah, but Jake clobbers him with the two D. He kills him with the DDTs. Elizabeth runs out. She gets in the ring. He slaps her. And then he's going for the snake. And Savage finally comes to and uh, cuts that incredible promo like backstage, like afterwards, where he's just he's fucking losing his mind because Jake slapped his wife. But they never really did anything with it after. (sighs) Saturday night's main event. There was another rematch, Maybe. and that's when Undertaker was supposed to waffle Savage with the chair because Jake the Snake headed backstage, and Savage stayed in the ring to celebrate, and it's Undertaker and Roberts in the back, and, and Roberts has the chair, and he's ready to like take, and Elizabeth's the first one through the curtain, and he's going to like hit her with the chair, and Undertaker stops him. Okay. So, but you can so still like the Tuesday, to, basically the Tuesday in Texas match and everything that like that here goes to here. Because yeah, yeah. first of all, I mean, this is like a big four pay-per-view. That was kind of like a, 
the Tuesday in Texas show is it's super. It's a really weird show when you go back and watch it mm-hmm. because it really kind of just feels like, um, like a superstars. It's like a Saturday Night's Main Event. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's really I don't know. It's strange, but this is also like I'm gonna have them. As I said before, this is almost like a companion piece to Mm -hmm. my rebooking of WrestleMania Mm 8, where I had the blow-off of this feud there. Yes. So this is literally where it's pretty much starting, is this. And we're going to keep building this on through the year up until WrestleMania of next year. Good to know. All right. So then uh, the second match, this, um, this is a traditional Survivor Series match. And we, for this, for this show, I went back to, uh, the uh, five-man teams as mm-hmm. opposed to the four-man teams. Good. The original, uh, the original teams, and uh, the captains of these teams uh, are going to be the Mountie and the Big Boss Man. So on the Mountie squad, we mm-hmm. have the Mountie, the Nasty Boys, Colonel Mustafa, and the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, did you have the brawler in there, or did you just want to book him? No, he was not on this show. <laughs> so this show actually originally had, yeah. So it had like the four man, sh- the four man team. So you're just you're, five man team. you're just plugging. So I, I needed old I Steve in there. Some, I wanted to get some more guys a payday. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, and then uh, they'll be taking on the team of the big, led by the big boss man. Mm-hmm. He he will be. Uh, he will be with the Bushwhackers, Sergeant Slaughter, and uh, Tito Santana. All right. Okay. I can this see. This match, I really didn't kind of, like, I, I didn't go into, like, who's going to win. I mean, yeah. you're going to have the boss man win. Of course you are. Um, I was just going to say, like, oh, I didn't go into who's going to win. But, of course, you know, it's your boy, the big boss man. <laughs> He's definitely going to win. Listen, in, um, in, the, uh, in the multiverse of uh, Tommy... There's Big Boss Man's uh, tri champion. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. He's... We would have never gotten a Guardian Angel. He would have stayed <laughs> with the WWF as the Big yes. Boss Man forever. Yes, yes. He'd actually, he'd actually own WWE right now. Yeah, no, it would be it would, the... it would be called the the Big Boss Man Entertainment. <laughs> BBE. <laughs> BBW. BBW. Big Boss Man Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jesus, that's too. Why is that way too? I knew that was going to happen. Um, I actually, right, so the, I, I, mean, like that, like, I like that face team because you have, uh, you still had something with Slaughter. Yeah. Um, and he was in that I want my country back phase of his career where he's. Yeah, so this is coming off of the, uh, the, you know, the WrestleMania loss to Hogan. So yeah. he's he he's made his he's he's denounced Iraq. Yes. And. Has come back to his senses, and he and, um, and and he is going on the other side, going against his former fellow Iraqi sympathizer, Colonel Mustafa. Yes, a man from uh, who was the bodyguard of the Shah of Iran, <laughs> not Iraq. Uh, excellent, excellent. It makes right. a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and and also, I mean, we have. So I kind of made it like. So here you have the Mountie. He was feuding with Boss Man like this whole year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you have like a, a dual tag team kind of deal where you got Nasties Nasty Boys and, the... and, and Bushwhackers. Sergeant Slaughter, Colonel Mustafa, mm-hmm. also 
that's like a story in in and of itself. Yeah. And then you just have Tito Santana beat the shit out of the Brooklyn Brawler. Couldn't think of a better way to uh, to get Tito over El Matador, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yes, he's in his El Matador he, phase. Those I way. love those pink boots. Oh, the little the little cover ups. Yeah. Yeah. Because it because he wore the pink cover ups and he still had like black boots underneath it. So he really yes. does look like. Uh, a matador or a yeah. toreador because he's... yeah and he had like that jacket yeah he would come out with the yeah it was yeah. fantastic Nothing all right so say. moving on to the next match this is so the way that i i kind of broke down these survivor series matches is into like three separate categories mm-hmm. so that one is kind of like telling a story of like feuds that are currently happening at the time this next one is just a uh, uh, a clusterfuck of gimmicks. So it's just like two teams that have just a bunch of a bunch of nonsense. Goofy, so you have goofy shit. So you have the Legion of Doom, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and the Texas Tornado Kerry Von Erich. All right, hold on. Taking hold on. on. Hold on. Let me let me run through this. Lod. Brutus. Okay, Brood, I glazed over Brood Beefcake. Eye. Brother Brood Eye. Uh, Duggan and, and Carrie. Okay. All right. The Texas Tornado. Yeah, sorry. That's not, yeah, that's not a bad, that's not a bad team, though. No. I mean, it's, you're not going to get the best work, but, yeah. I mean, it's got name identity. That's yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And they're going to be taking on the Natural Disasters, mm-hmm. the Berserker, Yes. The Warlord. Still there. Yeah. And the Repo Man. I like that. I actually like this, this a lot. This is a really good match. That's, I'd watch this that. Is why, this is why I have to tune in and watch the pay-per-views for I, that match. Shit, I'd and watch I mean, that. This one is going to go maybe 10 minutes, and it's just going to be... I mean, you're going to have the tag team... I, I mean, on... On the heel side, you got a bunch of fucking shit kickers over there. You do, yeah, yeah. You got big and and essentially, you're just gonna have the three guys that are with the LOD kind of go down fairly quickly, mm-hmm. and the LOD yeah. is gonna have to come back, but they're gonna wind up getting this. Are they the, the are they the tag champs at this time, or are they lost them already back to? Mm, I believe they are. Okay. So then I guess you can't really you could do like a double disqualification or something. No, yeah, I mean at it, the end, or like a count out. I, I see I It's didn't still really... cool to like let the Warriors like look strong. Like fuck, they should have looked strong. If they weren't yeah, and, failing drug tests, they would have looked fucking phenomenal at this time. And this can also set up uh an LOD natural disasters yeah. title match for a, a Saturday night's main event, mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble, however you want to kinda you know position that moving forward but that those are two teams that you know you could have just a, a fucking a war yeah just all out war between those four yeah and it, you're right it doesn't have to go long you've got guys that are just like heavy-handed just pounding the shit out of each other a lot of like you know double dqs or double disqual or double count outs can happen yeah. with guys that are just like carrying the brawl over mm-hmm. you know over onto the outside i, I like oh, it man. Those Texas tornadoes fucking chain. Uh, yeah, uh, lasso steals his foot. Steals his foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. He just grabs the lasso. <laughs> and 
I would like to see the warlord take his foot and then you're like heaving into or the berserker. The that's more a berserker thing. Yeah. The berserker's just <laughs> chewing on his <laughs> his leg bone. <laughs> this also like, you know, just to think like there could be coming out of this if you book this the right way, there could be a tag team of the berserker and the warlord. I mean, I'm all in on that. Take my cash, please. Take all my cash. All right. All right. <laughs> with that. Yeah. So, so moving on to the next match. Mm-hmm. Um, so, on the uh, Tuesday for Texas card, uh, Bret Hart defends his uh, Intercontinental title. So, to make sense for that, for that match to actually happen, the match that actually happened on that show, which is Bret Hart versus Skinner. Skinner, yeah. Um, we, I have a number one contender match for the Intercontinental. Oh, okay. All right. Title, which is Owen Hart versus Skinner. Interesting. Okay. So this so will set up the. This will give a reason why Skinner is getting a is title an, match. Yeah, is an IC. There's contender. really no plausible reason no, for that. No, there wasn't. Um, so you have a number one contender, just uh, number one contenders match for the you know the Tuesday in Texas um, okay. show, and Skinner winds up beating Owen Hart, and you know you get a decent. See, I, I wanted to kind of break up all these multi-man matches because smart when you have. When you have just uh, like I was saying, when you have like four, five, ten man tags, it, it's just they all run. It into drains each other. the live crowd. It 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 yeah. It, it tends to like unless there's something like and, really and spicy them, with it. And a lot and a lot of uh, the guys at this time, you know, they're bigger guys, and they're not doing a ton of exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, when you're getting constant rest holds, constant atomic drops, you know, yeah, yeah. stuff like that, it's, it really wears on, like, your attention span. Yes. And it, especially when you go back and watch these shows, some of them are a, a, a chore to get through. It's, it's a slide. Yeah, because they'll have these matches. It was like because, week. because there's 10 guys or eight guys in these matches and it's elimination style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're going 20, 30 minutes long, yeah. which is way too long. And you're unfortunately like they're because of the way that they book some of these guys, like the guy that they you're excited to see gets thrown out or gets knocked out early. And it's like, well, why the fuck am I going to watch the rest of this match? If exactly Kerry Von Eric's not in this match is the only guy that I think is like a good worker. Like, why would I stick around for this? Uh, making reference to like uh, the 1990 Survivor Series, uh, so you're right. Like it, it, it's kind of like a, it's a good thing to do to break up that and make it, you know, give it stakes, make it an IC number one contenders, and maybe. Yeah. And this would yeah. this would have been, I mean, the original one has it, but this this would be a real departure where mm-hmm. we see Survivor Series wind up going in the future. Yeah. Where it's it's you get a few singles matches or tag team title matches that are mixed in with the typical with your big uh, main Survivor events. Survivor Series yeah. Yeah. Um, style match. Yeah, good. So so now we go back to the Survivor Series style match, and this one is like so. I said I had three different ones: the one that's telling the story, the gimmick one, and now this is going to be the workhorse match. All right, good. So this um, this we have the heel team of Ted DiBiase. IRS, 
Power and Glory and Rick the Model Martel. They're taking on Brett the Hitman Hart, the British Bulldog, the Rockers, and Roddy Roddy Piper. All right. Okay. All right. And now this is just going to be a bar. Like, this is going to be a 10-man tag bar. Because you have literally 10 guys in there that can bust their ass and put on a stellar performance. Now, Brett's the IC champ. Yeah. Going in. So he's going to go over. Um, at the time, like again, you you have him set up against Skinner in the future. At the time, does he kind of he didn't really didn't have a feud, right? Like no, yeah. I mean he's coming out of Perfect from SummerSlam, right? Right, but so, Perfect's nowhere to be seen. So so okay, he's gonna get the Skinner um the this the Skinner match coming up next. Mm-hmm. You can have this um go into. Either DiBiase or Martel coming out of it. Um, that's what I'm thinking. For the is future? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you also have the Rockers and Power and Glory, which is a fucking that was fantastic. That was the tag. summer. That was the, yeah. the SummerSlam '90 match. Yeah. That you. Yeah. I mean, you can always go back to it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and then and then you can kind of even uh with this because we're looking forward, um. Like I said, to 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 WrestleMania, you could here plant the seeds somehow for Brett and Piper, mm. where there's some sort of you know Piper's going for a tag, Brett gets pulled off the apron or turns around okay. or something like that, misses the tag, Piper's rolled up, mm-hmm. eliminated, and now you know it just like plants the seeds. He's a little feisty over it. You know, yeah, the breadcrumbs start start getting laid out. Okay. to lead up to that. All right. I, All right. Again, it's a good way to to to. You're right. Sowing the seeds for future feuds and everything. And um, in our main event, mm-hmm. this is where I took some creative liberty to to because I couldn't just rebook Hogan versus Undertaker. Mm-hmm. So what I have is the main event is a tag team match. However, the winner of the pinfall becomes the world heavyweight champion. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. And the tag team match is Hulk Hogan and Sid, Sid Justice, Justice. Mm-hmm. versus The Undertaker and Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Okay. So that's an interesting dynamic because technically if Ric Flair gets the pinfall on let's say Hogan, then Ric Flair becomes the world champion. Correct. So Undertaker, or so so Hogan, who, I'm sorry, who was the champion at that time? It was Hogan, correct? Hogan is the champion. Terry, yeah. So Hogan not only has to tag with Sid Vicious, but he has to get the pinfall. In order to retain order his to title. Retain mm-hmm. his title. So he's basically working with and against his teammate at the same time. Correct. Yes. And now what's going to happen here mm-hmm. is... This is also setting up for my rebooking of of WrestleMania 8. Mm-hmm. The way this match ends is almost identical to the way that the match at the original Summer, uh, Survivor Series 1991 ends. However, Ric Flair is going to slide in the chair as The Undertaker is giving the Tombstone Piledriver to Sid. Uh-huh. Undertaker beats Sid. 
Mm. Becomes the world champion. Sid, in the midst of all this, Hogan is distracted by Mr. Perfect, who is with Ric Flair at the time. Uh, yes. That's so. All right. The Undertaker becomes the world champion. Mm hmm. Flair is the cause of it. Mm-hmm. Sid blames Hogan for not. He didn't interfere to, to break up the pinfall. To stop up to stop Flair the, and yeah. the the uh, the tombstone on the on the chair. Uh huh. Hogan loses the title without having to do the job, and now, immediately following this match, we get Jack Tunney saying there's going to be a rematch for the world title at Tuesday in Texas mm-hmm. between the Undertaker and Hulk Hogan and the former champ Hogan. Sid is sidelined, which. If you remember, oh, a, when I re- he was hurt originally, he was yeah. he was he was he was uh, t- so now he's tombstone on the chair. Mm-hmm. If you remember, when I rebooked WrestleMania eight, I had Sid coming out and costing Hogan the world title to Flair against Flair. Yes, so, yeah. so that would be the reasoning behind Sid doing the turn on Hogan. That makes yeah yeah. The only thing that I would do that would be different is again in in my brain, and I'm not you know again. Not still in the thunder here, but uh, there's no Tuesday in Texas in my brain. And you just have, here's your main event, these four guys that are doing it, and everybody gets disqualified or counted out. And then Tunney's like, well, I got to figure out what the fuck to do with this title. It's on the line. Next big pay-per-view is is Royal Rumble. And then you have it without having anybody job or lose or have their feelings hurt or anything like that. You figure out a way to, to make the title on the line at the rumble, but this is still, it still allows for that intermediary match and that pay-per-view to get thrown in the middle of it and progresses in the way that it did in the logical storyline to, to get um, eventually to get the belt on flair. So very good. Very good. All right. So that's two down, one to go. Great job there, Tom. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, the, the ending of that booking, I was a little worried about where it would go, but the tieback tie to WrestleMania. See, I, I, I also was, I was tying all of this into, after choosing some, or Survivor Series, I keep saying SummerSlam, Survivor mm-hmm. Series 91, I realized that I rebooked yes. the, the next WrestleMania and started... The, the road to and and uh Jake thing there, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, all right, let's just try and tie up all the loose ends yeah. and bring them all. It doesn't hurt that it ride. was a uh, it could have been a six month feud instead of like a two and a half month, three month feud. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so I am the final guy to go. I had selected Survivor Series 2012. Now I have to tell you, I've never seen. I can guarantee you, I've never seen this show. Mm. So. I am very interested to see. You could tell me 15 guys on this pay per view, and I would be surprised if I knew 14 of them. You'll you'll know every, you'll Matt you'll that, know everybody that, that they were on that they were like on the card. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to go through the original card because I didn't do. That's the uh, the one caveat that I have here is I blew everything up from the original. Um, okay, and I didn't even rewatch survivor series 2012 i looked at the results 
I watched a little bit of the Raw leading into it, the go-home show, and I was like, eh, there's easy ways to, to get around this and, <laughs> and to do this better than, than what they did because there's a lot of talent on this roster, obviously, and there's um, – I think the one thing that I can say about this is uh, after this, like the booking got a lot better for WWF or WWE, I should say. Um, so they – they started to utilize some of these talents in in the right way coming out of this, but okay. um, I'm going to give them kind of a boost here and and hope that uh, that we can get some guys pointed in the right direction. So I've got five matches total. Everything is tri- is everything is technically a traditional Survivor Series five on five, um, but the wrinkle in in this is each match the winner will get a title shot mm. at a particular title. So the first match on the card is a, uh, it involves our tag teams. So it is uh, uh, six on six. This is the only six on six match that I have. Uh, and the winner gets a, it's a shot at the world tag team champions. Who the world okay. tag team champions at this time are team hell no. Brian and Kane. So, on the heel side, you have a uh, three-man band uh, represented here by Heath Slater and Jinder Mahal. You've got the primetime players, uh, Darren Young and Titus O'Neil. And you've got okay. Primo and Epico, the Colognes. So this would okay. be considered more or less the heel team. That's the heel team, yes. Okay. On the other side, you have uh, the Usos who originally were not on the card. I don't know if they were, there was injuries, but they were in the company at the time. So you have the Usos, you have Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd. Uh, they had been a tag team. And you have Santino and Zack Ryder. Uh, so, Why is, what's up? What is that a thing? <laughs> they, were, they were listed on the card as uh, Cobro. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So it's basically like two joke mid-card guys uh, in a tag team together. So, again... Tommy, I'm glad we both had this exact reaction to that. There's a lot, yeah. of, a lot, of, a lot of groaning uh, that goes into this, but um, I will have the Usos uh, go over and start, which should be their rise up the card, and getting them ready for a tag team title match. So I have the, Us- the Usos are the sole survivors in this one. That would um, make a lot of sense. Not a lot of shenanigans. You don't need. I don't need outside interference or crazy booking for that. Uh, just get the Usos the win and move along. So we're going to move into uh, match number two, where the winner of this match gets a shot at either the Intercontinental title or the United States title. Um, is, that, is that depending on which brand they were on? Exactly. So you're going to have. You're going to. Everything is going to have like mixed brand. Uh, Right. Uh, stipulations here. So, okay. So I've got for my heel team, I've got Lord Tensai. I've got uh, Mason Ryan. Oh my God. Yep. He was oh. in the company then. Uh, you have David Otunga. Uh, you have Drew McIntyre. And you've got Alex Riley. It's a that real, is the most unlikable team of all time. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a regular who's that. Um, and on the, on the babyface side, you have uh, R-Truth. 
you have uh, Sin Cara, uh, Evan Bourne, Brodus Clay, oh. and Ted DiBiase Jr. Is this huh. a pre match? No, oh, this is this is on this is on the show. Oh my god! And I'm Bruce actually roster. and I'm going with the uh, it's well, the, the low <laughs> card of this, putting, this what roster. What you've had stinks. to work with is you're putting Drew Mac in not fire, good. Right? So uh, I actually have two winners from the heel side. Uh, so I've got Lord Tensai and Drew McIntyre as my survivors. So both of them, they they could either decide to go depending on the brand that they're on. They can go into an IC title match. I think Kofi was Kofi was the IC champ. Okay. Um, so they could do a three-way against Kofi, or one of them could take on the US champ, who was Cesaro at the time. But uh, both of those heels are going to go through and, and take the win. All right, now we're getting into a little bit more like the, the talented side of the card. Uh, <laughs> I, I sure as hell hope so. <laughs> and the winner of this match will get a world title shot at the Royal Rumble against the uh, champion of their choosing. You have on the heel side, you have Mr. Money in the Bank, Dolph Ziggler, Alberto Del Rio, uh, Wade Barrett, who he might have been the king at this point. I don't think he was quite bad news, Barrett. Um, Christian, who was still there, and... Uh, the All-American, All-American, Jack Swagger. Uh, they take on uh, Ryback, uh, Mr. Survivor Series himself, Randall Keith Orton, The Miz, who was, yes, a babyface at this time, uh, Rey Mysterio Jr., and Mark Henry. And in this one, just because I remember him being smashed over like crazy you have the Ryback uh, taking the win and getting set up for his big title match against the champion of his choosing which will eventually be CM Punk but Ryback wins the match he's doing his and he goes over dominant like you have like at some point um, all the rest of his teammates get eliminated and it's like Ryback uh, it's like a three on one so you'll have like Dolph, uh, Del Rio, and Wade Barrett all ganging up on Ryback, and you know he doesn't look like he's going to win, but he ends up smashing everybody. Lights go out, chaos in the arena. Here's the debut of the Shield, because mm. the Shield did debut on this Survivor Series. So the Shield comes out after Ryback gets his win. The Shield comes out, kicks the dog shit out of Ryback. Who are these guys with? Why did they do this? They have to be with Punk, blah, 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 blah. And you, right now you've got, you got chaos in the ring. Uh, we don't know what to do. Um, you know, we have to go backstage and, and take care of this. And then they're interviewing CM Punk. I don't know anything about it. I didn't even know who won the match. I'm getting you ready for my big match later on in the show. Um, I don't know who those guys are. They're all developmental guys, or he says something about that and dismisses it. So hot angle, uh, you need a cool down because uh, you only have two more matches on this. You need a cool down. So here come the ladies. And this one's just going to be a, a, rack, a SmackDown versus Raw. Um, you know, yeah, because you, you don't have enough girls on the roster to say like the winner gets a title match against 
I don't even know who the ladies' champion was at the time. Maybe Eve Torres. You, to, you probably have to put her in the match. Exactly. So I've got. <laughs> so for my SmackDown side, I've got. Uh, uh, I might have made a mistake here. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Well, either way, it's like baby faces versus heels. Whatever it is, you have Caitlyn, uh, Layla, Alicia Fox, AJ Lee, and Beth Phoenix on one side. And on the other side, you have Eve Torres, Oksana, who was still in the company at this time, uh, Natalia, Rosa Mendez, and Tamina. It, it, obviously, it's not a. It's and I think AJ was like the the general manager of of Raw. I think at the okay. time. So Who yeah, was Oksana. She was uh, like a fake Russian, blonde hair girl. Yeah, I remember her. Um, I she like she tiptoed between being heel and face for a while. Yeah. Oh. She was really irrelevant, but anyway, I'm gonna let <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have Caitlyn go over because I think they were giving Caitlyn the big push to to go okay. to. You know, I think she won the title at Royal Rumble or something like that. So you let Caitlin go over. This is again another like probably eight minute match or five minute match. You just let them just spam finishers yeah. to eliminate each other one by one by one, and then whatever Caitlin does is a finish. So now we're into our main event. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, that was very name, dismissive. Like, uh, yeah, like, exactly. Uh, you name any of their finishing moves? Uh AJ had the uh, the widow's peak, right? Yeah, but she's the general manager, she's not in the match. Yeah, she's in the match. Oh, I put her in the match. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, the Na- widow's peak wasn't that Victoria? Oh, yeah, fuck. She did the. Uh, fuck, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Beth Phoenix had the glam slam, and Natty had the sharpshooter. There you go. Go cool. figure with that. Layla just had giant boobs. Everybody has giant boobs in that match, by the way, except for AJ. Anyway. Main event time. Uh, cue the... You can actually use them to make the announcement. Uh, this is... Our main event is in War Games. The match beyond. Oh. Uh, because you, you do have the right to fucking use it. I don't care if Vince doesn't like it. I like it. Uh, and I'm booking this. So uh, I've got a War Games match where you've got all of your champions in the match itself and a couple of their number one contenders floating around here. So on the heel side, I've got CM Punk, who is your WWE champion. I've got Cesaro, who is your United States champion. I've got uh, no more BS, uh, Tall Paul, the big show, who is the world heavyweight champion. And then I've got uh, Cody Rhodes and the intellectual savior of the masses, Damian Sandow, who were the number one contenders for the tag belts, uh, who were, were the most recent tag team champions. Uh, I've got them going up against uh, John Cena, Sheamus, Kofi Kingston, who's your intercontinental champion, and Kane and Brian as your tag team champions. Oh. And it is this, this is why the, the match card is only five, because this is going to go, and you're going to go an hour. With all yeah. of these guys, because it's war games and and um, and unfortunately, just because they love to fucking do this at at, at for these pay per views, um, you're gonna do the same thing where you have like uh, maybe Sandow like ends up tapping out for his team, 
So Sandow is the is the one who's out. Uh, Cena and his friends all celebrate in the ring. Everybody leaves one by one to go up the ramp. Punk is pissed, so Punk's the last of the heels that's like still standing in the 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 in the uh, entrance way, <laughs> gesturing to to Cena, maybe like trying to flip him off, or maybe he's cutting a promo on him after the match. And your lights go down again, and your shield is in. Now they're locked. It's the shield and CM Punk. Paul Heyman puts the chain back on the door, and all four of them kick the shit out of John Cena for another 10 minutes. Uh, slides in tables, slides in chairs, really gives him the fucking drubbing that he deserves. And uh, and they beat the dog shit out of him. Maybe Ryback can try to come, and then like Punk fights him off and clobbers him with a you know a folding chair or something and uh you have the shield and cm punk acknowledging on television that they're working together and you fade the black and you let your best guys stand tall at the end of it that is survivor series 2012 i have to say mike for the bag of Flaming hot dog shit that you were handed. <laughs> you you made matches. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love the main event, and I actually looked up. Event, I could see that being very interesting too. Mm-hmm. I looked up the original card uh, while you were uh, going over the first match just mm-hmm. to see exactly what we had. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was bad. It's probably weak as shit, right? Tommy, read it off real quick. All right, so um, we uh, we we led off with uh, a five on five Survivor Series elimination match: Brodus Clay, Justin Gabriel, Rey Mysterio, Sin Cara, and Tyson Kidd versus the Primetime Players, uh, Primo and Epico, and Lord Tensai. Okay. Not too far off from you. Met, you meshed. They took two of your matches and meshed them together. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was that match was eighteen minutes and no, twenty seven seconds. No, Jesus Christ! And who won? Uh, it was um, seven minutes of Sin Cara falling off the ropes. Yeah, it just said it says that the babyface team okay. did them. It didn't go. Into it doesn't like, say who the sole survivor is because if you I would had have fucking to go further down into the eighteen, Wikipedia, no, no interest in seeing eighteen <laughs> minutes of Brodus Clay. So, um. Then uh, Eve Torres defeated Caitlyn for the uh, Divas Championship. Okay. That match was seven minutes, also probably far too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting less time than that match, Cesaro defeated R-Truth for the United oh, States okay. title. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that got six minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, um, Sheamus then defeated the Big Show uh, for the... Oh, but it was by disqualification. Yeah, in yeah. a world uh, heavyweight but title. The, I, that was I, I, that might have been Brogue Kick was banned. Oh wow, that was not specified here. But but I think I think if it was by DQ, I think that was a stipulation because um, he had Brogue kicked somebody and hurt them, or Big Show got a claim that it, that it was too dangerous of a move. Oh, okay. So Shame was allowed to wasn't allowed to use the Brogue Kick, but. Big Show was allowed to use the WMD. Oh, which is fuck is the WMD? Punch, right? Yeah. Okay. Ugh. The weapon of mass destruction. 
thing. Well, I mean, I know what that stands for. I didn't know what the, what <laughs> yeah, he, that actually he was. Called, he called the knockout punch the weapon of mass destruction. Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe, right. Don't ask. By the way, once again, don't ask me why I know this shit, but I'm pretty sure that was a stipulation. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll trust you. I'll trust you on that. But. Um, then we had another Survivor Series match. It was Team Ziggler, um, mm-hmm. Alberto Del Rio, Damian Sandow, David Otunga, Dolph Ziggler, and Wade Barrett. Taking on Team Foley. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is Daniel Bryan, Kane, Kofi Kingston, The Miz, and Randy Orton. Oh, okay. Well. Somehow that's Team Mick Foley. <laughs> oh, yeah, because uh, this was the. Was this the. He had just come back to the company from TNA. Okay. The so, Mick Foley feud with. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. With who? Um, God damn it. Uh, hold on one second. I'm looking at it right now. He he came back in and had the feud with uh, I believe I thought he had a feud with uh Randy Orton right out of the gate, but I guess no. Not. He had the the feud with Randy Orton was in like, was like 2004, 05, Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that match got like almost uh tw- half hour. Okay. All right. Because well, you got yeah, at the know, time the you've event. got a lot of their top guys in that one, so. The main event was uh, Punk versus Cena versus Ryback for the world title. And that's when the Shield. That's when the Shield comes out. Uh, yeah. So I've got I, I figured out a way to get the Shield on there twice, and he's and book a way better card and taking card out yeah, fucking dog shit. and taking out some <laughs> of the biggest uh, the biggest foes for for Punk on that one. So. Right, so I do get corrected. Um, mm-hmm. The um, the heavyweight championship match. Big Show intentionally used the referee as a shield, causing Sheamus to brogue kick the oh, referee. Okay. Oh, so they probably had uh, another one where the brogue the brogue kick was, kick was banned because right. Yeah. So um, when another official was dis- when Sheamus was distracted by that, Big Show hit a WMD, but then a referee another referee came out and reversed the decision to disqualify the Big Show. Wow. Wow. It's a lot going on. Who's the yeah. heel? Who's the big show's the heel, right? Heel on that. Well, I mean, he probably turned babyface like three nights later. <laughs> just that, just how uh, no more BS goes. Uh, I think this um, time frame for the big show was probably his his longest run on either side of the fence. It's <laughs> good to know. <laughs> At least there's cons- maybe there's con- some uh, consistency there. But that'll do it. Um, that's our uh, our rebooking the Survivor Series. Um, if I gotta say, uh, voting out of the three of us, I want to watch Matt's show. Yeah, <laughs> I want to watch it now. Well, listen, you guys didn't get dealt the best cards on the planet, so it's not necessarily like you know. <sighs> if you guys had what I had, you probably could have done you know a good job as well i i'm i, I just I'm love the flare coming out yeah the flare i mean the the, the, the four, four horsemen and in, in wwf that's the that's a dream uh, yeah i i'm but i was i was way more intrigued to see what mike was able to do because i i don't think i could have done anything with that card yeah yeah he you have to no, blow it up bad. you have to blow bad. it up but i i knew i knew going in like no matter which one i got after the buyout of wcw i was I was going to put war games in there because I think war games really fits the motif of survivor series. And it's a, I hope they keep doing it because it's a good companion, uh, to a, you know, a night of multi-man matches. Originally I was going to like book, uh, the first survivor series and like, 
kind of play around with the formula a little bit, but I was like, no, can't do the old ones. Give me an, uh, give me a, uh, a more recent one. So that's, uh, that's it. That's where we're, uh, that's where we're going to put an end to this one. Um, I kind of teased this in the, uh, the, uh, pre-production meeting. Uh, but I just want to kind of end with this. this is a fun fact that I learned today. And I've, I've, uh, I don't know why it, it slipped through the cracks, but, uh, recently passed away legend of pro wrestling, Terry Funk, um, in 1985. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. He was on a very short lived, uh, Western TV show that was on ABC. Uh, and it was called wild side. He was like one of the, the five main characters that were in this like gang of cowboys. Um, co-star on that show probably in like one of her like first uh support roles on tv unless she had been on like soap operas um meg ryan hmm. the show How last the you sh- said 85 1985 uh abc it was a like a mid-season replacement show and it only lasted for six episodes and then it got canceled or or they didn't pick it up to renew it but uh, I have yet to go back to see if there's any episodes on like YouTube or, or any of those like, you know, f- cheap free streaming uh, sites. But Meg Ryan and Terry Funk were co-stars. What was the name of it? Wild Side. I'll find you a link. Michael sent it to you. All right. Very good. Find me a link. I want to see Terry Funk and, and Meg Ryan chew some scenery together, which only leads me to to say I really hope that like. Meg Ryan has nice things to say about Terry Funk now that he's passed away. Who would right. have a bad thing to say about Terry Funk? I know. Yeah. You'd have to be an absolute criminal if you have a bad thing to say about Terry Funk. But um, we, I know we never have a bad thing to say about the Funkster. So uh, with that being said, uh, I'm going to uh, sign us off here uh, on behalf of myself, Mike Madden, Certified Five, Matt Geiger, and... Mr. No Gimmicks Needed, uh, Tommy Schultz. We're going to sign off for the night, and we will hope to see you in the ring one day.